Hi, everyone. We've got a really unique show for you today. It's short, but it's to the point, and it is a film that is being done about gaslighting. Tatiana Anders is an actress. She's also a screenwriter, and she is written a great script for a film about the subject. It's a short film. She came to us and asked if we would talk about it on the show, and we said, hands down, yes, absolutely. And then we also have Vlad Gilash, who is one of the associate producers for the film. They both just kind of talk about what it's about, uh, why they wanted to create this project, and what gaslighting is about. You all know, listeners, I know you know what gaslighting is, but we want the rest of the world to know what coercive control is. So I'm really excited to have you find out about this film and have you support their efforts in getting it out there in as many hands and in front of as many eyes and ears as possible. I'm not the house of cards that falls down easily. I'm strong enough to handle what you throw me. Welcome to Mental Health News Radio. I'm your host, Kristen Sunanta Walker. Just what are we going to discuss? the intimacy that is mental health. Let's continue to make it as comfortable as discussing brain health or heart health. This show has been on the air for several years and we have amazing co-hosts. And then we created a network of podcasters on mentalhealthnewsradionetwork.com, a place where every possible facet of mental well-being can be talked about openly. My show After several hundred interviews, the format is this. Intimate, deep, funny, touching, sometimes uncomfortable, but always vulnerable conversations with interesting people. The goal is to have you, our listening family, many of you who have become my good friends, feel as though you are listening in on private conversations. Thank you for tuning in and becoming part of this amazing journey with me. And now with our network of podcasters, just knowing this podcast might be helping any of you realize you are not alone on this journey called being a human being makes doing this podcast worth every second. Tatiana and Vlad, thank you so much for coming on the show. Thank you for having us. <laughs> Absolutely. Now, the reason why this was so small world to me was because as I was uh, reading about the project, uh, Wendy Beharry is someone who's been on my show many, many times. Um, she wrote Disarming the Narcissist. She's fantastic. And I thought, well, gosh, they certainly know where to get their quotes and their endorsements from if they've got someone like Wendy. But first off, Tatiana, tell our listeners you know, a little bit about what this project is about and why you wanted to turn it into a film. Yeah, so I'm currently working on a short uh, thriller, a short film called Your Reality. And it is a film about the topic of gaslighting, which is a type of emotional abuse that makes you doubt your own perception of reality. So Mm -hmm. meaning that the person who is being gaslighted loses their confidence over time, that don't know that stop trusting their own judgment of what's happening um, because of the gaslighter who's constantly feeding sort of these wrong um, ideas about the, the, the victim in this, in this case. Um, and the result is that the person just loses the confidence and it often leads to depression. And um, it's a topic that 
is definitely being talked about much more recently and it's yeah. a good thing but at the same time reading about it is kind of like it's great mm -hmm. but you need to see sometimes how it plays out to be able to understand what the signs are and and then maybe you can relate to it and you're like oh wow you know I know a friend who is in a similar situation or I'm in a sim similar situation but I couldn't really tell something's off right. um, and and now maybe I should look more into it and so the idea is to raise awareness of um, on gaslighting Mm. So what prompted you to want to, I mean, obviously you wanted to do this to raise awareness, but usually there's a little bit of a personal or a lot of a personal uh, reason behind it. Do you mind sharing any of that journey with our listeners? Yeah. Yeah. Well, luckily for me, it's not, uh, I didn't experience it and mm. I'm so thankful for that, but a really close friend did. And um, I sort of like, just saw it happening while you know she was sort of suffering with this guy and how he treated her and um, in the end when they broke up she was so broken inside and she was she completely lost her confidence and also lost her um, way her um, how do you say it um, she she couldn't trust anyone because mm -hmm. he was lying so convincingly that she said to herself well if I trusted him and I didn't have any suspicions how I, I can't even like imagine like how could I ever trust anyone anymore like anyone could right. be lying to me and so after that she was really struggling to find uh, to get back into a relationship with anyone because and she would always second guess herself. She would always second guess the other person. So it really affects you. And um, I'm really happy for her. I think it's been six years now. Now she's finally find, found someone and um, it seems to be going really well. But it took her a really long time to get back on track. Yeah, it does take a long time. A lot of counseling, a lot of reading, um, yeah. a lot of podcasts people listen to where they hear someone else's story of going through this and, you know, the hearing it, um, ah, you know, just like you said with watching it, ah, okay, that that reminds me of something, I, how it was with me. Maybe it's not the exact same scenario, but it's close enough. The behavior is still the same. The details you know, don't really matter, um, but the, the behavior is the same. So how did you feel as you were, you know, filming this and going through the emotional, or no, you are starting to film it. So we, how we are. are you, yeah, are you, are, are you a little bit, how are you going to prepare yourself to get into that yeah. space? So I, um, I, obviously I wrote the script and mm -hmm. when you write a script like this, you have to do a lot of preparation because understanding the psychology of a the narcissist, the person who is usually the gaslighter, as mm -hmm. well as the understanding the victim and why they're staying around, sticking around. Why why don't they just leave? You know, because it's always you know it takes two to tango, and. Right. Um, I obviously I read lots of books one of which was Wendy Bihari's book Disarming the Narcissist um, and a few other really really great one of them was also um, a book by Robin uh, Stern um, Dancing the Gaslight Tango which is kind of like why yes. I referred to it right too. now 
Yeah. Oh, yes, mm. yes, yes, yeah. Um, really brilliant book as well. And uh, I've tried to understand as much as possible about the psychology of the, the people and also find examples of, um, you know, how could this situation, a gaslighting situation play out and how could we incorporate it in the short film in like a, a very uh, interesting but uh, understandable manner because you have to also think that or know that this this kind of gaslighting this kind of thing plays out over sometimes months sometimes yes. years you know and we are we have only like 15 20 minutes to play with so mm-hmm. we really need to kind of like cut to the chase and um make it as interesting but also um we, we don't really want to leave too much out as well you know kind of like take people on the journey and get them in, interested in the characters um so obviously by having written the script it's already given me a really good idea of the character itself um but this week i also i'm gonna dedicate into looking further into the character and um sort of in uh, as an actor you have to divide up the script into like little beats and Mm -hmm. understand like the thought process behind every kind of sentence that you say or every um you know why why is she doing what is what she is doing and why is he responding in such a way and vice versa so it's really exciting yeah we're filming next week which is like oh my god (laughs) amazing so vlad what attracted you to this project yeah so um actually i joined this project about a month ago and um, I'll be honest, I never actually heard of gaslighting before I encountered Tatiana's project, which um, I think this pretty much proves her point that there should be more awareness on this subject as a whole. Um, what really did it for me, to be honest, is the realism of the project. The film mm-hmm. makes you easily relate to the characters. Um, it hits all the needed beats for a successful story, answering all the W's. And especially the most important one, in my opinion, is why should we care about these characters, you know? Um, and I don't know the beauty of the script is that it outlines the harsh reality as it is. Not only the character's reality, um, how do I say this? The events presented in this film can happen to anyone. It reflects our reality yes. that's, you know, potentially your reality as well. And just in general, I just genuinely like films that make you think, you know, Amores Peros, um, Fight Club, Moment- uh, Memento is another good one as well. Right. And written in such a way that really makes you question what's presented in front of you. Yeah, that's what's interesting. I want to, you know, our listeners, at least especially listeners of my show, know exactly what gaslighting is. But I'm going to read some statistics just in case there's any new listeners that that don't know them. So um, emotional abuse is the most commonly reported type of cruelty in relationships experienced by more than 62 percent of the women and 56 percent of the men who responded to national statistics that were done. Um, Women's aid suggests that 95% of domestic abuse victims have also suffered as a result of coercive and controlling behavior. These actions often precede physical violence. So I think um, there's, there's, I don't know if either of you would have seen this because I don't know if this was a commercial that played outside of the United States, but um, there was a commercial that had been done by a pizza making company and it was... um, uh, a woman who was calling 911, but she was pretending that she was calling to order a pizza. 
and the 911 operators could tell by the noise they could hear in the background, which was her husband or boyfriend or whoever, um, screaming and getting more and more violent watching the this show while also telling her she was being too sensitive and he really wasn't yelling, which that's gaslighting right there. And what was interesting was how they filmed it was that the 911 operator knew that, okay, the, she's not calling for pizza. This is not a wrong number. And was saying to her, just, you know, we'll send someone. Don't worry. It's going to be okay. Da, 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 da. And I thought, oh, I wish somewhere in that, although that was fantastic, I wish somewhere in that there were those terms, these terms like gaslighting, um, Stockholm syndrome, um, coercive control, you know, that were utilized. But of course, it was a, you know, three minute commercial. Mm. It sounds like a very, very, very good one, actually. I'd love to check it out. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm going to have to go and Google after this. Yeah, no, exactly. Mm-hmm. It's, it's so important, I think, for people just to know, to be aware of it. And also, I think, even be sensitive to your friends. Sometimes mm-hmm. read in between the lines because usually what happens is when you are in a relationship and these gaslighters are usually such manipulators they you know one second they're like um shouted you and then the next second they shower you with love and kisses and right. uh it is very confusing as a, because if it is your partner you kind of want to try and um just remember the good and positive memories as we all do you know that's the human nature we're always trying to remember the positive things that happened to us and kind of try and suppress the negative and be like you know right. I'm a positive um person and I just want to be happy really you know that's all right and you want. don't want to believe that what is actually happening is actually happening it's against our it's against our human nature to exactly. acknowledge that this that that's what's really going on is that you're being abused that someone is being abusive it goes so against what our instincts are it takes yeah. now that I've been in though and I was raised in those kind of relationships and I've been in them um, now I can be around someone and within you know, very short amount of time, realize I go through all the same stages of, no, they're not really being that way. Oh, there, I must be doing something wrong. Oh, I go through all those same stages that every single person does, because that's what comes naturally to, you know, the rest of us that don't do this. But I go through them so quickly now, because I know that I can go, okay, nope, this is abusive behavior and get out of it. Mm-hmm. But when you don't have yeah. that kind of experience that I've had, it can go on and on and on and on. And you, and like, you know, Tatiana has put, yeah, you're, you're stuck in this loop that just goes on. And by the time you're needing to get out, you know, you can ha- be required to have severe mental health care, even suicidal thoughts, attempted suicides, things like that, um, because you just don't even know who you are anymore. Exactly. And there's also always also this aspect of hope. You mm-hmm. want to hope that the person will change, even if you do realize, you know, it's not the perfect relationship they feed you this idea sometimes as well that, oh, you know, I'm going to get better and 
and it's very very hard i think that's uh, to get out of this relationship because of that so yeah absolutely especially in long-term relationships um you always will have the thought of okay that person will change um because you want to believe in that person and even the worst thing in this situation is that at first they make you believe that they are the ideal person for you and they really reflect your behavior and it just bounces off uh, mm -hmm. to um to believe in who they are and that they're right for you and then they just use all of that against you which is just terrifying to think of to be honest Absolutely, because they're grooming you. They're absolutely grooming you and they're mirroring all the good qualities that you have. So you're really seeing a very shiny reflection of yourself, which makes it extremely exactly. intoxicating to fall in love. And and then they start with the gaslighting and the you know, the the love bombing mixed with the gaslighting and by the end you're you're crawling for any crumb of attention you can get, which you would have never tolerated in the beginning, but you've been you know, broken down to um, that psychologically to being that's what you'll accept. It's it's yeah. fascinating how how that happens, and I'm I'm so excited to see how you're going to capture this in a film. Yeah, because it's yeah. it's not like a bruise on the body. You know that you can see it, and somebody got hit, mm -hmm. and that's that. This is this is very very different. Yeah, it's so it's so. Tricky. We have a really, really good director on board, um, Top Teresen, who um, I've been talking about as well. You know, how do we compress so much information in a short film? And uh, we've been, we've had lots of discussions, and obviously we have to skip in time um, right. and see the progression of like a, a really happy person in the beginning, and yeah, how over you know next time we see her, it's she's three months later, et cetera, et cetera. And what, how does she behave? And for me as an actor as well, I need to understand, you know, how does a person who is confident hold herself and how does she hold herself once she starts to have self-doubt and uh, constantly thinking that she's doing something wrong. I think even the posture, the facial expression, mm -hmm. sort of like the movement of the eyes, everything is going to change. And um, it's a it's a big challenge, but I'm so excited because I think it's... And also, at the end, we have um, a very interesting um, reveal. I'm not going to talk too much about <laughs> it because I don't want to spoil it, but I think it's going to be very impactful on the audience. And this is mm -hmm. what we want in the end. We want we want people to watch this film and really, really think about it and um, just think about their own lives, uh, their friends, and think about um, being more sensitive in terms of trusting who um, is telling truth and who is trying to manipulate right. you into something. Absolutely. Vlad, you were saying something. Yeah, I was just uh, I was just uh, agreeing with Tatiana there. I think it's uh, it's uh, it's really important to be able to portray a character in such a way, especially because um, I would think that I'd I'd like to put to compare gaslighting with classical condition in a sense, because mm -hmm. um, it's it's the, the gaslighter is really making you think in that reality that they're making you believe in, which is not potentially the real reality. If that makes sense, yes. it's just. Uh, just a reality that they kind of impose to you in believing, which um, which uh, which is definitely interesting to explore 
um, as a character and as actress. Um, it is, and you know, it makes me think, okay, when we are watching films, we're not being, you know, gaslighted because we're watching a film, but you are watching something that is not the reality of what you're sitting in. You know, it is an altered reality because you're watching a film. So to me, when I started thinking about this, I thought, well, that is so fascinating because we're going to, you know, this is a film that's going to be talking about this, about an altered reality. And yet <laughs> we're also talking about, you know, the reality it's, this is a, you know, it's quite the, quite the thing to take on. So my hat's off to your whole crew and, you know, to all of you for doing this. This is so profoundly needed. Um, I think it's going to just take off in a way that you guys don't even, have, you know, realize. I really hope so. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much. <laughs> <laughs> well, tell our listeners, uh, you know, again, the name of it and where they can go to find out more about it and then when it's going to come out. Sure. Uh, so the film is called Your Reality. You can follow us on uh, social media, uh, which is just your at Your Reality Film. Uh, we are on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. We are currently doing an, a crowdfunding campaign on Indiegogo. So if you just go there, um, you will be able to find us as well and um, become one of our first ba backers. Um, well, <laughs> actually not first because we're already 85% um, funded. So we're pretty Great. much there. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, but what I wanted to say is that um, our backers will get to see the film first because it's going to do a festival run after it's finished. So probably officially released openly released it's going to be only next year um uh where people will just be able to watch it online but Fantastic. um because some of the film festivals are a bit tricky like that they want to have exclusivity right however if you are a backer you'll be able to see it before anyone else Fantastic. <laughs> better go and check the perks <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right so if everybody goes to um www indiegogo.com you can look up your reality film and you'll be able to find it there and read more information about it see who it is we're talking to see the other people on the crew for this film and um, and be a backer if you'd like to as well which I know you know a lot of our listeners are in full support of these kinds of things so listeners please take part in um, you know sharing this supporting it and then watching it and spreading the word about it because people need to see this. It's imperative you read about it. It's imperative you hear about it. And then it's also imperative that you see it. That That's the one, two, three punch that'll get everybody really understanding what this is about. Yeah, definitely. Oh, thank you so much, Kristen. Oh, you're so uh, welcome. You're so welcome. Thank you, Vlad and Tatiana, for coming on the show. Thank you so much thank for having you. us. <laughs> Thank you, listeners. Yes. Thank you, listeners, for tuning in to another episode of Mental Health News Radio. I know, I know, no one likes commercials, but seriously, folks, without the help from these organizations, we could not stay on the air. Please give a shout out to zencharts.com. If you're a mental health or addiction treatment center, you'll want to use their EHR. It's gorgeous, and they're just good people. 
and also mygenetics, M-Y-G-E-N-E-T-X.com, because knowing your genetic code empowers your mental health treatment. And lastly, copenotes.com. We love getting positive messages right to our phones every day from Johnny Crowder. He's the lead singer of Prison, a heavy metal band sharing their music about suicide prevention, addiction recovery, and mental health. See, that was painless. Support them as they support us. Back to the show. good intentions i heat up and act on my emotions thanks so much for listening to mental health news radio our podcast can be found on itunes stitcher and hundreds of other podcast apps or you can visit our website at mentalhealthnewsradio.com if you have a question or would like to be a guest become a podcaster on our network or join the amazing organizations that help keep us on the air please email us at info at mhnrnetwork.com Get ready for that special goodbye from our resident therapy dog, Miles, and a special thanks to Emily Sohn for letting us use her incredible song, Cordial, for our podcast music. Listen to the full song on SoundCloud at emily.sonne. Don't be surprised when I don't hate on you. After all we promised, we'd be cordial. Sometimes in you I can fight it. Good boy.